My goodness. Well, I've been excited to preach this message all week. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Genesis chapter 2. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Visitors, welcome to Living Waters Chapel. Jumping in the pool. Amen. The healing waters, the living waters. Ah, God's presence. We, we need this. Amen. Isn't this good? Genesis chapter 2. Let's start with uh, verses 1 through 7 here. It says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, uh, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all of his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it, he rested from all of his work which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. You want to know why you feel so good today? Because his presence is in this place. Amen. What a taste of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. We're created in his image. So I received a message when I was, yes, it happens many times, but this week I was praying in tongues around here in the sanctuary walking around And I received a message. It felt like, when it came to me, it literally felt like a spark of lightning in my spirit, man. Literally like lightning. I mean, I knew it was the Holy Ghost. You know when you hear from the Holy Ghost, you just know it's Him, right? All right? So the revelation from the Holy Spirit, it came so fast that I couldn't even write the points down quick enough with what was coming. It was, it was literally a supernatural download from heaven from the Holy Spirit. Now, in, on, in prayer on Friday, uh, someone prophesied at the end, at the end, and there was a few of us here, and someone just started prophesying that there, basically that the power of God was going to be here and it was going to be like, as I was speaking, like gold dust was being released from the message that was preached. That's when I said, I hear you, Holy Ghost. This message is from him. Amen. I love those little confirmations. So this message is going to give you more insight into the importance and the functions of both the spirit and the natural realms. All right. It'll make you more aware of what we think, say, and do, and the impact of those things on each realm. I'm telling you, this is going to be powerful. The title of my message today is Revelation of the Realms. Revelation of the Realms. There's two realms, right? There's the spirit realm and the natural realm. The Holy Spirit started by dropping this into my spirit in this sanctuary. He said this. He said, everything is connected to the spirit realm. Every, say everything. Everything is, is somehow connected to the spirit realm. 
All right. Everything on this earth and in this universe was created by God and God spoke everything into existence. All right. That's why everything is tied to the spirit realm. All right. Now, I might say some things that, you know, we have all different levels of individuals in here today, right? You got some baby Christians, you got ones who are more mature, whatever, whatever I'm going to say, if you don't understand it, just let it soak into your spirit. All right. And let the Holy Spirit minister to you that way. All right. But did you know that everything that God created speaking uh, through speaking things into existence has a frequency? It has a vibration. Say vibration. Now, when people hear that, they think, wait a minute, that's New Age stuff. No, 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 that's not a New Age concept. This has been proven scientifically, all right? This has been proven scientifically. The New Agers have just taken a truth from the Word of God and they twist it. You understand that? All right, they twist it and they take God out of the equation. That's what happens. So you can see the devil's fingerprints all over that. But the word of God says this, that the heavens declare the glory of God. Did you know that NASA literally picks up sound like a song throughout the universe? The heavens are literally declaring the glory of God. All right. Jesus said this, if people didn't praise him, the very rocks would cry out and praise him. Did you know that rocks even have a vibration, a frequency in them? Are you following me? Our physical body, let's bring it down to us. Our physical body, our cells, it's a proven fact that our cells even have a vibration, a frequency that they're letting off. Because God created us. He spoke us. in. Are you hearing me? Come on now. All right. So that is from God speaking the natural realm into existence from the spirit realm. Now, voices and language are nothing more than vibrations or frequencies being released. All right. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13.1 talks about the tongues or languages. The word tongues. Don't let that trip you up. All it means is languages. The word tongues or languages of men talks about the languages of men and the languages of angels. So voice and language exist in both realms, all right? I'm blaming these kind of messages on Nancy back there because she's been praying over me. She goes, I just feel like God's going to give you deeper revelation. Well, here it comes, all right? So all of creation is still vibrating From God speaking it into existence. What you see in the natural realm was created from the spirit realm through the spoken words or the voice of God. Now, here's what I want to say. That doesn't mean every invention on this earth is from from God. Are you following me? Or everything that humans use, that's not an invention from God. All right? Here's where we're going to dive into this deeper. All right? Humans are influenced by the spirit realm. Constantly. We are constantly influenced. Say influenced. By the spirit realm. All right? There is not one invention. There is not one invention, whether it's good or evil, that has not been the influence from from the spirit realm. Oh, my goodness. All right. Listen, I'm telling you, we're digging deep here. hope you brought your bathing suit today in the spirit. All right. The influence either comes from the kingdom of God or the kingdom 
of darkness. All right. Now, even music is influenced by the spirit realm. I don't know if you know, but many secular bands, they've admitted. They said that when they've written their songs even, that they felt a dark influence or a spirit, dark spiritual being giving them the influence to write certain songs. Maybe when they were doing drugs or, on al- or doing alcohol, right? But it's all, by the way, music is used by the spirit realm to influence humans. That's why we got to be careful what we're letting into our ear gate like I preached about a while back. So now listen, so we need to know, we need to know, meditate on this fact and understand this, that we are a spirit being. You know that, right? We are a spirit being. We possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and we live in an earth suit, a physical body. I talk about it all the time, but you need to understand that. All right. Because, because we are a spirit being, we are constantly connected to the spirit realm all the time, whether you know it or not. Like I said, you are being influenced. I am being influenced by the what's going on in the spirit realm at all times. Everything is connected to the spirit realm. All right? Now, in the spirit realm, time and distance are not an issue. Time and distance are not an issue. That's a natural realm thing. All right? Have you ever noticed that in our services... Um, you know, or whatever, whenever you're in a place and you feel the glory of God manifest and you feel the manifest presence of God in that place. Have you ever noticed you're in there and you look at the clock, you're like, wow, two or three hours flow by and it felt like 30 minutes. You, you hearing me? Because his presence overrides time. Oh, come on now. His presence overrides time. And even when we're on the prayer call, our conference prayer call, we can pray for someone from California, and they start to feel the anointing from what we're praying. Why? Because there's no distance in the spirit realm. Come on. I'm just teeing this up. I'm not even in the deep stuff yet. So maintaining, listen to this, maintaining a spiritual mindset will keep you in the all things are possible mode. It puts you in the miracle mode when you maintain a spiritual mindset, okay? So we were created to fellowship and serve God. Anything outside of that purpose will never satisfy you. Go with me to Romans 8.1 real quick here. Romans 8.1. Romans 8.1, very popular, but it fits here. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Now, condemnation means that, like when a building's condemned, it means there's judgment on it, saying it's no longer good for use. Or in other words, that thing abandoned its original purpose for which it was made. So I want you to notice that there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because he created us to have fellowship with him. Your purpose can only be fulfilled in Christ. You understand that? But walking or living outside in the flesh will cause you to abandon your God-given purpose. And your original purpose is just bye-bye until you come back into Christ. Amen? So everything has a spiritual root. Now, remember this, if you're taking notes, write it down. So everything has a spiritual root because God created everything. And God is a spirit, right? He's, he lives in the spirit realm. 
And you get, remember this, that the devil cannot create anything. The devil doesn't create anything. He takes something God created and he perverts it. He twists it, okay? So you could say it this way. The imprint of the spirit realm is on everything in this natural realm, which we see. All right? Uh, You could also say it this way. I like saying it this way. The spirit realm is primary and the natural realm is secondary. But this is the problem in the body of Christ. Are you ready for this? Here's the problem. We have majored in the natural realm and minored in the spirit realm. So that's why people are not getting breakthroughs. That's why you have people, Christians, I'm talking about, walking around defeated because they're focusing on making the change in the wrong realm. Come on, somebody. We have reversed it. We have reversed it. And that's why we have failed to tap into everything that God has for us. He, ha- he wants us to walk in such a higher plane. Amen? That's why, like I said, we have failed to see breakthrough in situations and circumstances because we're shadow boxing. We're fighting the wrong enemy. We're fighting it in the natural when the battle's in the spiritual realm. So I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, if you will take hold of this message, it will change your life as a Christian on this earth. Failing to understand it, it's going to keep you frustrated and living a defeated life, all right? So the enemy is constantly trying to get us to focus on the natural realm, all right? That's why he's called the flesh devil. He's always trying to get you back into the flesh. He always wants to pop you out of the spirit. He wants to get you back focusing on what's happening in the natural All right, because he knows there's no breakthrough when you focus on the natural realm. He wants to keep your thoughts, your mind outside of the realm of the spirit. Okay, so the game changer is this knowing the word of God, knowing what the word of God says, understanding how the spirit realm operates and how the spirit realm connects to the natural. All right, now go to Romans 8, 6 there. I kind of teed it up. Here we go. Mm, man. It says this, Romans 8, 6. It says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So carnally minded means to only be focused on the natural realm, only on fleshly desires. Spiritual, spiritually minded means to be focused on the spiritual aspect from the Word of God. Amen? In, for, in keeping God in your thought life constantly. Say, it's got to be the Word of God. You've got to keep the Word of God in your thought life. Carnal Christians, they ignore the spirit realm. And they only focus on the natural realm. And like I said, that's why they live defeated life. So here we go. Let's jump in to some deeper waters. And allow the Holy Spirit to give us some revelation and teach us how to live victorious. All right? Here we go. Let's First of all, let's talk about the spirit realm here, okay? Everything in the spirit realm is connected by thoughts. Write that down. Everything connected to the spirit realm is connected to thoughts. This is why the thought life is so important. And that includes your imagination. Yes, God created your imagination. The devil did not create that. 
The reason some people think the devil did because they're letting the devil have a field day in their imagination all the time. But God created it. Amen? All right. So, your thoughts, listen, your thoughts dictate what you allow from the spirit realm into your life. Your thoughts, you could say it this way, your thoughts are a gateway in the spirit realm. All right? Your thoughts are a gateway in the spirit realm. And everything in the spirit realm, by the way, is at the speed of thought. Have you ever heard someone who had a spiritual experience or something? If they had, whatever, they had an angelic experience or something, and they said, it didn't say anything to me. It's like we were communicating through thoughts. Have you ever heard that? You heard that? Absolutely. I heard so many times. I mean, it's all over. All the Christian stations, all the testimonies. So... This means communication in the spirit realm are by thoughts. The Word of God puts heavy emphasis on our thoughts and thought life. Why? Because it's a gateway of who you're allowing in the spirit realm into your life. All right? So, so the means of communication in the spirit realm are thoughts. We know this because when the Holy Spirit speaks to us or whatever, an angel. Hey, by the way, if you really want to get really deep. There's times when people think it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you when maybe God sent an angel to whisper in your ear a direction. Hello, somebody. I'm not, that's not taking anything away from God. That's not glorifying it. That's just, that's how the spirit realm operates. But it all goes back to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's directing the angels. Are you seeing how that works? It's the chain of command. Amen. So we know this. So when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, an angel, listen, or even an evil spirit or a demon, they speak to you in your spirit through your thoughts. They, they're sending in those fiery darts through your thought life. All right? They, they put them in. Either there's a word picture, a vision. Maybe there's, they, they speak something to you through words. So both kingdoms in the spirit realm are always constantly trying to influence you. And here's what they're trying to do. You ready for this? They're constantly trying to influence you, and they're trying to get you and I, they're trying to get our attention, hoping that we're going to cooperate with them. It's all about influence in the spirit realm. We are being influenced constantly. That's why the atmosphere that you go into, it matters. The atmosphere you create in your home, it matters. Come on, somebody. It matters. So they're both trying to influence you in hopes to get you and I to cooperate with them. The problem is many Christians are cooperating with them. Stop it. Amen? Spiritual beings, they don't have a physical body. They have a spiritual body, but it's not physical. Uh, they don't have a voice box. They don't have vocal cords. So you, you, you receive communication from the spirit realm, like I said, through, through thoughts, spoken words on the inside. All right. Remember, we are a spirit being. So we're, our, our spiritual antenna is constantly up. You understand that? It just is. Well, I don't hear from God. I don't hear. Many Christians are always saying, I hear the devil's always telling me this. The devil's saying this. Well, see, that proves you are hearing from the spirit realm. You just got, you're tuned into the wrong frequency in there. Are you, are you following me? Right? So this is, they, they, they miss it. So here's where many Christians miss it when the Holy Spirit is speaking. They think that it's their own thought and they totally miss communication from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
Come on. I'm telling you right now. What, what does the Holy Spirit sound like? A lot like you. When I hear a word in the Spirit, when I hear something, you know how like when you talk to yourself, you know, not verbally, but on the inside. That's what the Holy Spirit sounds like on the inside. That's why many Christians miss it. They, they just think, wait, why, am I, why did I just hear Barb's name? Oh, must be the pizza I ate last night. What, why did I think this? Especially if a thought comes out of nowhere. It's the Holy Ghost. Like I said, they can identify when a demon or an evil spirit speaks to them, but they question or doubt when the Holy Spirit speaks to them. All right, And the Word of God says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. That's talking about in unity. What does the Holy Spirit sound like when he speaks on the inside? A lot like you. Come on, somebody. Now, here's, here, this is a whole other message, but I do want to just throw this in real quick. Just like there are five senses in the, in the physical realm, taste, touch, smell, hearing, and sight, we have the same senses in the spirit realm, in our spiritual body. Have you ever been in prayer before? And you, all of a sudden you just smelled this like sweet aroma, like flop. You're smelling in the spirit. Come on. Okay, that's just a little teaser for down the road for another message. But go with me to Philippians 4. See, it's, it's time to take the body of Christ deeper. Come on, amen? We need to go deeper. I know some people say, well, the people aren't ready for that yet. And yeah, guess what? You never will be if no one takes you there. Come on, let's go. Let's go swimming. Amen? Philippians 4.8. Philippians 4.8. It says this, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue or, or if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The word, te- word of God tells us to meditate on those things because of this. Your thoughts are connected to the spirit realm. And what you meditate on is what you are going to attract in the spirit realm. Your thoughts, again, your thoughts are the means of communication in the spirit realm. It's a gateway in the spirit realm. Now look at Isaiah 26.3. Look at this. Isaiah 26.3. How many of you need peace here today? Yes. Amen. Listen to this, Isaiah 26, 3. It says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. All right. So now the word mind, I know I've said this before, but we got new people here. So the word mind there literally in the Hebrew means this creative imagination. Did you know that? Creative imagination. If it, notice it says, if, it says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. In other words, who keeps the gate open to the kingdom of God. With peace leaves when you open the gate to the kingdom of darkness. When you're meditating on the wrong thing. If what you're meditating on doesn't fall within the boundaries of Philippians 4.8, get it out of there. Amen? So keeping God at the center of your thought life by focusing on and trusting in him, here, using your creative imagination. Now, what does that mean? How, what does that even mean? 
It means this, that you're seeing the victory on the inside first before you release it on the outside. Oh my goodness. When you're keeping your thoughts focused on the Word of God, you're focused on Him. We are literally putting a demand on. We are pulling on and drawing from the kingdom of God. All right? So you need to see the breakthrough on the inside before it will manifest on the outside. All right? Now, every, let's get a little deeper there. Every being in the spirit realm, all right? Angels, demons, evil spirits, all right? Whatever. Every being in the spirit realm can see when your thoughts are negative and they can see when your thoughts are positive. Everything. Why? Because everything connects to the spiritual realm. We are a spiritual being. You have to remember, we are dealing with spiritual beings in the spiritual realm. Do you know the anointing is what breaks the yoke of bondage? Is that not what the word says, right? Well, the the anointing is nothing in the natural. The anointing is a spiritual reality. All right? It's not natural. So angels and evil spirits, they can see the anointing on you. They can see if you've been in prayer. They can see when you've been getting into the Word of God or not. They see it in the spirit realm all over you. Oh, this is deep. So, yeah, this isn't just about, oh, well, I, you know, I'm just not reading the Word. You know, I, it's, you know, I fall asleep. No, no. You are attracting either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness into your life. All right? So, so the anointing is a spiritual reality, all right? And here's another thing. You ready for this? What gives the, them a clue of what's going on, all right? It's like right before a breakthrough. Listen, oh, someone needs to hear this. Right before a breakthrough is sometimes the hardest times and the most attacks. Why? Listen to this. Because when the anointing is present on your life, it draws the angels of God. It draws God's ministering spirits into your life. And demons see that. They see there's a wrestling. There's there's a rush to get around Mandy. And they're like, something's going on with Mandy. We need to start attacking her. They know when breakthrough is coming. They know it. That's why. you got to remember, we got to, we got to train ourselves to major in the spirit realm. We're missing it, people. We're missing it as Christians. God never intended for us to set any hope on what we see. He didn't. He, are you hearing me? This is a spiritual thing. You are a spiritual being. So when a breakthrough is coming. So I'm telling you, so many Christians have given up right before that breakthrough. And that's what the enemy's trying to do. Because number one, the enemy can see, wow, there's some, some activity going around, around that person. There is an anointing, and, and they're seeing that God is doing some divine connections and all this. All the while, the Christian is like, I'm getting ready to give up. I'm just going to throw this away. And the enemy's like, yes. See, it's that influence in the spirit realm. The enemy's like, yes, throw it away. Throw it away. Don't, come on, give up. Go back to the world. Go back into that bar. Go ahead, take that other drink. Come on, let's you do, just go back and do the drugs again. Just do it. Just abort the plan of God in your life. And God's saying this, and the angels of God, they're like, stand strong. Hang in there. The breakthrough's coming. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't you go back into that. Don't give up. Are you following me, somebody? That's what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. 
So now the opposite is true when there is when there is spiritual darkness present in your life, it attracts demons and evil spirits. All right? Spirit beings can see fear and discouragement. And they can see faith and boldness rising up. Why? Because it's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. Every spirit being recognizes and can see that anointing. They can see what's going on. Christians, we're sealed with the Holy Ghost. Let me show you something here. This is powerful. Go to Acts chapter 19. I, I feel like you guys are riding the, riding the bus with me here. You're, you're on board, aren't you? Hallelujah. Whew. My prayer was, Lord, this revelation of this stuff came to me, and it just blew me away. Help me get it across to the people effectively. All right, so... Acts 19, 13 through 16, my point is this. Every being in the spirit realm can see what's going on in your life. Okay, look at this. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits. We exorcise you by the, by the uh, Jesus whom Paul preaches. See, these people were not saved, and they're trying to cast out demons whom Paul preaches, Right? Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said this. Here it is. Here proves my point right here. Jesus I know. Paul I know. But, but, uh, (laughs) but who are you? Thank you. Yeah. And then 16. Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them overpowered them, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. They seen it. Jesus I know. Paul I know. Yeah, I see the anointing all over them. They're sealed with the Holy Spirit. But who are you? Everything in the spirit realm sees what's going on in your life. Demons recognize who does or who doesn't have the anointing. Or who, who is or who isn't saved. They know all of it, all right? Have you ever heard someone say, man, that person's dark. Man, every time I'm around that person, there's an evil, evil presence. Have you ever felt that, right? Or, or you're around someone who's just on fire and you're like, man, every time I'm around them, I feel the presence of God. That's spiritual discernment going on right there, all right? Our spirit man is either radiating the anointing or it isn't. It's, it is noticeable in the spiritual realm. And sometimes, say sometimes, sometimes you can even see it on a person in the natural realm. Moses, when he came down from the mountain, he glowed with the presence of God. Amen? All right? So, so when talking about our thought life, we're talking about our soul, mind, will, and emotions, right? We, we are a spirit, uh, and we have a soul, and we live in a body. Our soul then, here we go, our soul is the switching point that determines what kingdom we're giving place to. The soul is the one that switches the gate to the kingdom of God or to the kingdom of darkness. The soul is the gateway. And the eyes, by the way, are the windows into the soul. You ever heard that before? All right. So here's the deal. Emotions are spiritual. Emotions are spiritual. How do we know that? God has emotions. God got angry, right? And he, I mean, all through the word, he has emotions, right? So God has emotions and we were created in, in his image. Now, here's the problem with our emotions. 
is this, that they are not reliable to follow or be led by because they hinge on one very important detail, the condition of your soul. All right. So specifically, if your mind is renewed with the word of God or not, that's why we're led by the Holy Ghost and not by emotions. Amen. If your mind isn't renewed, your emotions are led by the flesh and can very easily be manipulated by the enemy and circumstances in your life. All right. So that is why we need to daily fill ourselves with the word of God to renew our thought life. So we will attract the kingdom of God into our life and not the kingdom of darkness. Quickly go with me to third, third John two, third John two. All right. Third John two. This is just a page longer than my normal sermons, but I, I, I tried cutting stuff out and the Holy Ghost just said, nope, nope, you got to keep that in there. Uh, uh, okay. But you guys are having fun, so I think I'm going to be good on that today. All right. And we're making good on time here. So, all right, here we go. Third John 2. He said this, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Listen, the condition of your soul affects your physical body. The soul is the gateway. Who is it opening to? The kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness? Amen? The condition of your soul. And and by the way, science has proved that. I can just speak one word right now. Ulcers. Come on, somebody. That's all I got to say. It's a mic drop moment. You, You know, I mean... Emotions, wrong emotions, affect your physical body and can open a person up to sickness and disease. All right. So, so keep in mind. So keep in mind that you're uh, that if you're born again, your spirit man desires the things of God. It desires to obey Him. Amen. It's washed in the blood. But but the renewed mind allows your born-again spirit man to fulfill its God-given desire to serve God. But an unrenewed mind blocks that and allows the flesh to take its place. All right? Now, here we go. I'm, I'm on the last, I'm on final approach here. So we talked about the spirit realm is the communication is by your thought life, by thoughts. All right? Now, Let's talk about the key to breakthrough and the connection between the spirit realm and now the natural realm. Are you ready? The best, so the best the spirit realm can do is influence humans. Um, Stick with me. Don't, don't miss me because this is how it ties it all in right here. All right. So whether that is the Holy Spirit, angels, ministering spirits, evil spirits, demons, whatever. The best they can do is influence you. That's why the, you can't say the devil made you do it. Because the devil can't make a human do anything. That's why it's called the works of the flesh and not the works of the devil. Why? Because your free will must cooperate. So the responsibility is on you, the human. Are you following me? The reason you're doing it because you're cooperating with the devil. Okay? You go up and you whisper to someone to go do a bad thing. Guess, guess who's going to be in trouble? The person who went and did the bad thing. Are you following me? That makes sense? So the true battlefield of spiritual warfare is in your mind. It's in your thought life. All right? A, a being in the spirit realm. Here we go. A being in the spirit realm has no legal right to a person, place, or thing 
until a human that has a physical body gives them permission or an invitation to step into the natural realm. Oh my, here we go. Don't miss it. This is powerful now. The glory of God didn't fill the temple until the praise team started playing music and they started praising God and invited him into that place. Everything in the spirit realm must have an invitation to legally impact earth. Oh, listen to this. The only beings that have authority on this earth are human beings. That's why demons, they're disembodied spirits. It says when they're, they're not in a body, they're searching around looking for a body. Why? Because they can do nothing. They cannot accomplish any of their will until they get inside of someone or influence someone to cooperate with them. Are you following me? So here's what the Holy Ghost showed me. This just, I mean, it's, it's so simple but profound. You must have an earth suit, a physical body to impact the natural realm. Oh, gosh. Even the, here, here's some evidence. Even the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God, had to come to earth in a physical body to have legal right to impact it. That's Jesus, by the way. The Son of the living God. This is why the serpent, this is why Satan had to influence and deceive Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, to have any kind of authority. So here we go. Everything in the natural realm is connected to two things. Write it down. This is it right here. So we dealt with our, the spiritual aspect, the spirit realm, the thought life, right? Now the natural realm, everything in the natural realm is connected to two things. Two things only. Are you ready for this? Our spoken words and our physical actions. Here's the main point the Holy Spirit showed me about transferring the influence from the spirit realm and the blessings of Jesus Christ in the realm of the spirit into the natural realm. Here we go. Words and actions make that transfer into the natural realm because to be legal on this earth, Because of the authority that God gave human beings on this earth, the permission comes from those two things. You must, those two things give permission to the spirit realm to impact the natural realm. Now, are you ready for this? Listen to this. It must come through the physical body or the earth suit for it to impact this earth. It must, the spoken words come through your vocal cords, And your actions come through your physical body. Did you catch that? Maybe I didn't bring that across good enough. To impact the natural realm. All right? You're taking the influence of the Holy Ghost. All right? The blessings from the spirit realm through the Lord Jesus Christ. All right? It must come through. To impact this natural realm, it must come through your physical body. And spoken words come through your physical body. And actions come through your physical body. So spoken words and our actions bring a manifestation into the natural realm from the spirit realm. And they're both connected with faith. All right? 
I mean, here's, here's what you got to understand. You can think something all day long, but if you don't verbally release it or act on it, it will never impact anything in this natural realm. Faith is not silent, and faith without works is dead. So in the spirit realm, communication is thought life. In the natural realm, to make an impact, you need spoken words and actions through your earth suit. The moment your body leaves this earth suit, you cannot make an impact on this earth any longer. Again, like I said, demons can't even do anything unless there's permission from a human who has an earth suit. Oh, man. The Word of God says in Ephesians 1.3 that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly, or that means spiritual places in Christ. Now we must pull them spiritual blessings into the natural realm by faith, by those two things, actions and spoken words. And that's how faith manifests. Here we go. Listen to this. Romans 4.17 talks about how God spoke those things which were not as though they were. All right? So that is talking about things that were not manifested in the natural yet. But listen to this. Before God spoke, oh, this is deep. Before God spoke, he knew what he wanted created. He seen the picture of it on the inside and then spoke it out and created it. God saw it in the spiritual before he spoke the natural realm into existence. And the Holy Spirit gave this little point to me that was pretty cool. He said, our spoken words, when spoken in faith, are like a paintbrush on the canvas of the natural realm. What do you want to create in the natural realm around you? Your spoken words are like a paintbrush. So now, let's connect how this applies. Go to Mark eleven 20. I'm almost done here. Stick with me. If your neighbor's sleeping, bump them right now, right now, right now. All right, great. Uh, Mark 11. I go to this verse all the time, and I will continue to. We cannot hear it enough. Amen? Mark eleven twenty through 24. So we covered the thought life. Now that's with the spirit realm. But the spirit realm, it doesn't mean a hill of beans unless, it doesn't mean a hill of beans in the natural unless it comes through your earth suit, spoken words and acting on the word. All right. Mark 11, 20 through 24. Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. That literally means in the Greek, the literal translation is have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. For, that's key. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever, whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. So Jesus cursed the fig tree and it withered away. When I read that this time, it's interesting. Every time you read a verse, it, the Holy Spirit can, can say something different every time. That's how deep the word of God is. Listen to this. The Holy Spirit spoke this to me. He said, Jesus saw in his spirit man or in his imagination what he was desiring to happen before he vo verbally spoke those words to the fig tree for it to wither. He seen it on the inside and he spoke it. 
So the God kind of faith is this, speaking those things which are not yet manifested in the natural as if they were. For our spoken words now to have power in the spirit realm. Now, remember, so we're trying to take what's in the spirit and pull it in and change what's going on in the natural, right? That's what we're trying to do, right? For our spoken words to have power in the spirit realm, there must first be this, a desire or a picture on the inside, proving that you believe, and then the command is spoken. That's why I, I, man, that's why when I start to pray for people now, someone says they have cancer, you know what? Immediately before I lay hands on them, I'm picturing that cancer on the inside. I'm seeing it getting eaten away, and then without it, and then I pray. See it on the inside first and release that thing. That is the God kind of faith. So when you pray, see the answer on the inside before you make the command, all right? Uh, and by the way, if you truly desire something, how many here you, you desired something before? Like it just consumed you. You desired it. Guess what? You thought about it all the time. You pictured it on the inside, didn't you? I remember when I was a little kid, I wanted a four-wheeler so bad, I was thinking about it all the time. I could picture it. I could see me with that helmet on, and I was riding in the muck fields in Imlay City. I seen it. Then I finally got it down the road. but, But my point is this, when you desire something. See, this isn't... Prayer, prayer and stuff, many people just kind of throw it up just haphazardly. No, no, no. God's saying here, he's saying desire it. There needs to be a desire. There needs to be a conviction on the inside of you. Then you'll see results. All right. So you need to have your heart, your heart, your spirit, man, and soul. Here it is. Must be anchored in that desire or belief for it to have creative power in the natural realm. And it better be anchored in the word of God. Now, here's why I say that. Because the law of faith is the law of faith. It can work both. It can work. It works. Unfortunately, it can work for evil and it works for good. Okay? So you better make sure your anchor is in the word of God. Mark eleven twenty three said that we can speak unto mountains in our life And if we do not doubt in our heart, believe what we are saying, we will have whatever we say. That's why some people, they get sick every year at the same time because they believe it. Are you? And they speak it. Oh, here comes that time of the year again. Oh, here it comes. Here. Well, yeah. Well, guess what? The law of faith just drew it back to you, baby. That's what happened. Are you following me? You know, that's what happened. You desired it. You pictured it. You seen it. It was anchored in it. Your thoughts were anchored in the wrong kingdom and it brought it in. Come on. You see how this all ties together, the thought life and the spoken words and actions now. So God has given us humans a free will. All right. And the law of faith, like I said, will work for good or for evil. Our physical body is our earth suit. It makes us legal to operate in this natural realm. That's why the devil is always trying to get you to cooperate. So, so every spiritual being, whether good or evil, they require an invitation or what we like to call in deliverance ministry, a legal right to intervene into human lives or affairs on this earth. All right. And really, isn't that what prayer is? For us Christians, when we pray, we're asking God, God, intervene into this situation. It's an invitation, right? 
We're inviting him into the natural realm by our spoken prayer. We're giving him permission. So we need to stop giving permission to the enemy in our life. See, when we, we can cast demons out of a person all day long, but as long as there's that open door and they're given that demon permission or demon's permission, we're wasting our time. We might as well, that's why, you know, everyone who comes to us for deliverance sometimes, it's always like emergency mode. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you've been dealing with this for 20 or 30 years. Let's calm down here, okay? We're looking to get together, but, you know, this is not like an ER room, right? I mean, right? I mean, you know, let's, you've been dealing with it for a long time. We're going to deal with this. We're going to get you on the schedule, and we're going to rock and roll here with the, get the enemy out of there. But that's why most of the time, During deliverance sessions, we are dealing with finding areas that you open doors to demons and we help you close those doors. Here it is. And cancel spiritual contracts in the natural realm. And you know how you cancel a spiritual contract? Verbally speak it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I renounce using that Ouija board. I renounce my involvement in a cult, false religion, Freemasonry, whatever it is. It has to be verbal, verbal, verbal to cancel it. Are you following me? That's what cancels the curse. Because the curse is manifesting in the natural realm. So we need to break it. So what do we do? You have to use your earth suit. Come on, somebody. Now, praying in tongues is powerful because you're willingly yielding to the Holy Spirit for him to pray his perfect will, come on, through your earth suit. So I want you to understand that prayer and praying in tongues is done verbally, all right? You you must use your earth suit to activate the kingdom of God. Here it is. A sound must be released. A sound must be released. I love it. You know, it, for, for the Holy Spirit, it's like trying to get into an event without a ticket. They won't let you in. But if someone gives you that ticket, you have full access, baby. Yeah. So you, when you yield your will and your Holy Ghost, have your way. That's the Holy Ghost ticket because you're cooperating. You're giving him your free will and let him pray the perfect will of God through you. So actions are spiritual. Our actions give... I'm almost done. I'm t- I know I said that before, but listen, it's, it's almost there. Actions are spiritual, all right? Our actions give place to either the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness. The Word of God says that Jesus did what he seen his Father doing. Jesus, I believe that means this, that Jesus had a vision on the inside of how to minister to each individual. And he obeyed it. With his earth suit. Come on, somebody. Yo, yes, Jesus had an earth suit, right? Praise and worship invites the presence of God into a physical location. Water baptism, communion, baby dedication, lifting our hands, clapping our hands to God. They're all actions with the earth suit in the natural realm that have significance and impact in the spirit. It's all about who you're giving permission to in the spirit realm. Now, it's interesting... It's an interesting connection of both things here. Verbally speaking and physical actions have to do with the physical body. Um, And so this is why Christians don't experience breakthrough. They keep it in. It's all in. You've got to release a sound, baby. You've got to release a sound. You've got to act on your faith. Amen? Every, listen, 
If you're having evil dreams, nightmares, ask the Holy Spirit to show you, where did I give permission to the enemy for this? Right? Where's the door? Where's the open door? And when he shows you, close that door, seal it with the blood. Amen? See, things don't randomly happen. There's usually a reason. There's a spiritual root. Because why? Everything is spiritual. Come on. Why do I sound like a game show host up here, people? So every thought... Every word, every action is connected to the spirit realm, all right? So as a Christian, here it is. If you will commit to study and major on the spirit realm from the word of God and the leading of the Holy Spirit and minor in the natural realm, I said minor in the natural realm, you will experience breakthrough in your life like never before. The key to breakthrough is to maintain a spiritual mindset from the word of God. Make sure you're cooperating with the kingdom of God and not the kingdom of darkness and use your spoken words and your actions wisely to transfer the blessings from the kingdom of God into the natural realm. Amen? So we need to put these things into practice. Amen? With our thought life in the spirit and our earth suit needs to to be involved as well because that's what has authority in this natural. Let's stand up in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you for the revelation of your word. Lord, I thank you that you have taught us today because you want to see your people blessed. You want your people to walk in breakthrough. So, Lord, I pray that every word that was spoken today, whatever part each individual needed, I pray that that would stick on the inside in their thought life, in their spirit, in that Holy Spirit that you would give more and deeper revelation of even what I spoke. Take them deeper. Now, maybe there's someone in here you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life. Listen, you don't know when you take your last breath and you need to make Him Lord of your life. Today is the day of salvation. If you've never made Him the Lord of your life, I want you to come forward and I want to pray with you to receive Him after the service here. Now, maybe most more than not, it's this one right here. You... You are a Christian or were a long time ago and you just kind of walked away. If you want to come back and rededicate your life to him, come forward today. And I want to pray with you. And let's just rededicate your life to the Lord. Maybe uh, you never received the Holy Spirit baptism. Jesus said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Why wouldn't you want that power? Mm, Probably because the enemy doesn't want you to have it. So if you want it, come forward. I want to pray with you. Amen. Maybe you need prayer for healing today, a family member, anything else. Like I always say, I will stay here as long as you guys want me to stay to pray for you. So awesome. Well, hey, I love you all. I hope you were blessed by the service and the message. Bob and Darlene, thank you so much for coming today. We're, we're blessed to support your ministry. And so keep in touch with us because God's getting ready to do some powerful things. Amen. Guys, listen, uh, Tuesday night prayer, Wednesday, yeah, I know it's the night before Thanksgiving, but guess what? I don't cook, so I'll be here. So, hey, if you can't make it because you're cooking, no condemnation. Amen? All right, guys, I love you all. Visitors, thanks for coming. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you all.